You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Let's get you across the Tasman. Adam Peacock is our Australian correspondent from codesports.com.au. I'm going to go to cricket, actually, um, Adam. Uh, Australia-Pakistan overnight. Uh, Australia finally <laughs> waking from what's been a bit of a Cricket World Cup slumber for them. Yeah, Piney, um, good afternoon. And, uh, yeah, one of New Zealand's favourite athletes and David Warner, he was the, the king. Um, he's got an incredible record now. He's, I think it's uh, equal with Ricky Ponting for most World Cup centuries by an Australian um, in the Men's World Cup at five. So, uh, yeah, he's 150-odd last night. And him and Mitch Marsh put on 250 for the first wicket. It was um it was brutality in its finest form um, at the top of the order for Australia. We've been waiting for this because that's their style. If they, if they get off to a flyer, they're in any game. And they haven't really got things going with the bat this World Cup. That might have been a bit different. It might be the catalyst to better things to come. All right. Netherlands next for Australia. And then it's our two countries facing off against one another. That's next Saturday from, what, 6 o'clock over here, 4 o'clock for you. So looking forward to seeing yeah. our two countries do battle. Well, I'm not sure if you noticed. The Black Caps are doing OK. Four from four, Adam. I have noticed, and yeah, they're they're one of the favourites. They're looking the most likely to knock off India if it's going to be India. The problem for everyone's going to be is just India's ability um, with the ball and and their their spinners um, or their slower bowlers. They've they've, they've got three outstanding options, and um, that's that's going to be tricky, especially if they get conditions to suit. I've got a funny little feeling that they might get conditions to suit <laughs> around the pointy end, which is fair enough, given it's a home World Cup. But the Kiwis are going okay. Yeah. That's why they call it home advantage, I think. Uh, Eddie Jones fronting media this week for the first time since Australia's group play exit at the Rugby World Cup. We still don't know whether he's going to stay or go. He, he seemed fairly uh, bullish about staying, didn't he? Is that what feeling you get, that he will be the coach of Australia next year? Totally different Eddie Jones. I think it was on Tuesday, it was, or maybe Wednesday, um, fronting the press to the Eddie Jones that will front of the press before he left and then over there as well. Um, I think he's maybe had a, a, a talking to, to to some higher powers there at Rugby Australia or maybe his mentors or whoever he talks to to kind of strike a different chord with the media. But, yeah, it, there's still no absolute clarity, even though he said he's here for the, the long haul. And that points towards, the, I guess, the lack of trust in, in what really is going on with Rugby Australia and the Wallabies program. So... Yeah, it's, it's still a wait and see, but you, you do look around, you go, well, well who else is going to come in and, and take over Eddie if Eddie goes? And I, I personally think it's a bit of a power play from Eddie to help get what he wants. He wants to centralise the, the Wallabies program with the states underneath, and Queensland have already pushed back on that. They're quite happy, and the Brumbies are a bit worried about what the future might mean if they do centralise everything. So, yeah, th- there is a lot going on in the background, I dare say, that won't come out for a couple of weeks or months or maybe even years. All right, we'll follow the story as it goes over those time frames. Uh, our two nations played one another in men's football during the week. Uh, the Socceroos too good for the All-Whites winning 2-0. I thought that actually flattered the All-Whites, to be fair. I, I was so impressed with Australia. It feels as though there is real depth building in Graham Arnold's playing stocks at the moment, Adam. Yeah, there's a bit of depth building. And, and the good news is that the, from an Australian perspective is the style is, is actually um, palatable for the football community, but it's effective as well. And sometimes those two don't marry up. You can play a beautiful style, not get results. And Arnie's all about results. It's probably why he chucked on a few senior players to make sure of that result against New Zealand after not quite getting it against England. But yeah, the, the style is there and he's bringing in players that are impressing, like Sicardi, the centre-back. He 
his starting debut for the Socceroos. That that to me was spoke of um, the the coaching and the and the you know the, the cultural leanings of of the team and getting across it to a guy that you just go and play a natural game and he did and he did it so well. So yeah, it's, it's impressive. And now we go through this World Cup qualifying campaign, we're, we're expected to skate through against um, teams of inferior it seems ability but you never know on your day but yeah it's um really good signs for the national team and uh domestically the new a-league men's season underway the women got underway last weekend the men this weekend uh central coast mariners the defending champions uh, got a bit of a tickle up last night by adelaide united three nil they went down yeah they got pumped um on a friday night in adelaide never an easy place to go but uh, like everything that could go wrong did go wrong they, they lost two players to injury in the first half brian caltech their center back which meant that uh, Jacob Farrell had to move inside, which meant Irwin Kunda, um, Adelaide's great young player, could have a bit more freedom, I think, down that right-hand side. And then they got a Farrell got sent off in the second half. So it, it was just, I don't know if they strike that off the record, the Mariners, and just pretend that next week's round one. But Adelaide, impressive. And actually looking forward to the season as a whole, Piney. I'm sure you, you are too as a, a Kiwi football aficionado. From an Australian perspective, it's all about the young players coming through and who can maybe in four years' time have a breakout season here and that's the starting point to getting into a World Cup squad for the Socceroos. And I'm sure looking at the Wellington, I was trying to find a young Australian player to watch from each club. I couldn't find one from Wellington because you've got so many young Kiwi kids there, which is great. And and hopefully um, hopefully Italiano, the, the, the chief over there, can, can get a few players up to speed and, and maybe provide a bit more depth for the All-Whites because that's what the competition's all about really when it comes down to it is, is getting these kids overseas. Yep, 100%. Always great to chat, mate. A uh, bit of golf this afternoon, is it? Uh, correct, yeah. <laughs> and a bit of uh, bit of Caulfield Cup action as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful time of year over here, Piney. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to a bit of sun. It's a great life you lead. Thanks for joining us, mate. We'll uh, do it again next Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Adam Peacock there, our Australian correspondent, every Saturday afternoon around about this time. Read him at codesports.com.au. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.